Hello and welcome to Relationship Rescue. Every relationship begins with you, the podcast. So today we are going to go a, a deep, deep dive into the anxious, preoccupied attachment style. Um, you know, there's a lot of questions that come up about, um, you know, the codependent and um, the narcissist versus like attachment styles. And I have to tell you um, that the anxious preoccupied and the codependent are very closely related. Okay, now here's the main difference. You will, I don't want to say become, but your anxious preoccupied will uh, basically um, present itself on steroids, which would be as a codependent, if you are with a narcissist or a fearful avoidant, okay? If you are not with a narcissist or a fearful avoidant and you're with a dismissive avoidant or another anxious preoccupied, you're, the codependency, the which is the anxious preoccupied on steroids, will stay anxious preoccupied. <laughs> this is, this. remember, I, I have helped a plethora, countless couples all over the world, from Australia to South Africa to the UK to Canada, all over the United States, and and individuals as well, women alone, men alone, and this is what I see. And um, while neither relationship is easy, the codependent and the narcissist is by far the hardest. Today, I'm going to talk about the anxious preoccupied, okay? And strictly there, you see, um, issues of attachment style show up in one way or another in every um, romantic relationship I have dealt with. Um, and again, with couples or as individuals. You know, and it's the, 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 the challenges that these attachment styles um, bring to the relationship um, change the trajectory, obviously, of the relationship, of what the couple is going to face um, together. Because when an attachment style is activated, that's when shit hits the fan, right? So... You know, you can't change the past. And, and, I, and um, if you've listened to me for a long time now, if you are follow me on Instagram or LinkedIn, which that's where I am the most, you know that it all leads back to the attachment that you had to your par parent, parents, caregivers. This is how it's formed. There's no way around it. Okay? And... Um, each and every time it's going to show up into your relationships unless a couple things happen. You heal, you know, the inner child. You just, you go for it. You hire me or you hire somebody else. You go to a coach, a therapist, somebody that can just do deep dive work for the inner child, inner child work for you. Okay. Or if you don't feel you or you've, you've already done inner child healing and you, you know, you just still are stuck in the attachment styles, then what I have coming up um, is for you. But at some point, you have to start figuring out how to live as a secure attachment style so you can find the peace, joy, love, and happiness, right? You can't change the past, but you can change the patterns from your past because they haven't served you well and most likely they're not serving you well. You know, um, basically, um, none of us have perfect parents. None of us have, a, you know, a flawless relationship record right? And that's okay. 
Okay, the only requirement for starting down the path to, you know, security and intimacy is your willingness to look honestly at your own behavior and believe that you can change. That's it. That's the only prerequisite is to be able to look within at your behavior and believe that you can change. And a lot of people do change and look at their own behavior and their relationship, their marriage, and I've seen it over and over again because it's how I work, becomes beautiful, insanely beautiful, better than it ever was, ever. And then I have clients that do this work and they realize that they're with the wrong person. And um, and then with the, you know, singles, they go off and they, um, you know, find the right person. And then there have been clients that will, you know, go ghost. Very rarely, very rarely has it happened, but they will meet somebody and they will not want to discuss the attack, you know, the negative relationship, the attachment style relationship they just went back into, right? Instead of fighting it and the end. And that those people hurt me, but that's only 98% of the time. Very, very small percentage of people. Anyways, okay. So let's, um, you know, we, studies have shown that um, having that close, meaningful relationship is linked to the better health, greater resilience, and basically an overall happiness in life. And actually happily married people live longer. It's proven. So consider any work you do, and I'm being serious here, any work you do on yourself or within your marriage or your, or your relationship is an investment in your health. And that's the truth. By the way, I don't even know if you realize how much divorce costs somebody, like a family. When If, if you don't need to be divorced, don't spend $100,000 to $250,000 on the divorce, right? And the, and the cost of the time, the energy. It took me two years to get through my divorce. And it was two years of utter hell. My ex is one of my best friends now. I love him dearly. But at the time, oh my gosh. So take this seriously. Take your mental health seriously. Okay? So, you know, I want you to start considering what do you want from a relationship? You know, at the end of your life, you're going to be remembered for how you treated people. That's the bottom line. And 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 how you treat people Um is indicative of how you're treated. Now, I am not talking about the abusive relationship. So if you are in an abusive, physically abusive, you know, relationship of any sort, you know what, call the National Domestic Violence Hotline in here in the United States. If you're listening to me overseas or, you know, um, I, I'm not sure what that number is. But here in the U.S., if you are dealing with domestic violence, the number is 1-800-799-7233. Okay? Um, so... We can change the trajectory of your relationship right now and your life and, and help you get to the relationship you desire by taking a close dive into your attachment style, um, learning what your attachment style is, um, and a plethora of other things. Today, again, like I said, we're talking about the the um, anxious preoccupied. So when, like I said, when you were a child, a baby, you were forming these attachment styles. And it's essentially um, your blueprint for, you know, how um, you, how much you feel safe with people and how much you trust people. And it sounds simple, but it's not. It has a lot of far, uh, you know, reaching consequences. So safety and trust basically determine, can you successfully collaborate, uh, give and receive report, um, support, 
right? Can you handle conflict? So basically, the attachment theory gives us the simple schematic for understanding um, basic building blocks that each person uh, contributes to that foundation of your relationship. And so it's so that's why it's so important to understand yourself fully. So the you know the anxious attachment style, um, you know the biggest fear for people that have this attachment style is abandonment. And when this fear is triggered, even in the smallest of ways, they panic. And they may, you know, express need for support. But the way they communicate this ends up pushing the person away that they want the support from. They are very quick to feel hopeless, show their di disappointment preemptively. That means they're triggered. They react to the trigger. Um, and because of this, even, even when their need is urgent, their uh, way of seeking support is alarming. It's putting off to others. It makes others feel um, stressed themselves. Feels it, it, And basically, the relationship suffers in great ways. You know, see, a, a, an AP, an attachment pre, uh, anxious preoccupi preoccupied, you know what? They can be just so incredibly generous and attentive to those they care about and which can guess what that can lead to what is so present in codependency which is rescuing so if you're in a relationship where you're rescuing that's codependency okay if you're not in a relationship where you're rescuing somebody then it's you're it's just you're anxious preoccupied do you see the difference <laughs> Okay, we'll go into that again, like I said, a different day. But um, And the AP is very sensitive to what they perceive as abandonment. And they're going to readily tell someone how they feel. And they tend to blame their feelings on others. You made me feel way, this way. If you did this, if you could do this for me, you're making me anxious. You're making me sad. You're do blah, blah, blah. Well, no, nobody can make you feel any way. You feel that way because of your attachment style you I can't make you feel bad I can't you might allow it you might have unhealthy thinking but I'm not making you feel bad okay and and what happens is the AP is constantly blaming their feelings on somebody else and they don't know how to get their needs met in a healthy way so, you know, when, when an AP starts a new relationship, you know, that is a promise or even a possibility of actually finally feeling understood, you know. And then when if you feel understood, if the AP feels understood, then they can attach themselves to a long-term partner, okay. And um, and so what, what happens, though, is, you know, so you're feeling in the beginning, this person gets me. They're going to attend to me. Um, but here's the thing. Trouble can start the minute you settle into a commitment. Because the person who seemed so promising at first, they were attentive, they were understanding, will eventually skip a, you know, a beat or two. They get distracted with other things. And that's when you remember, oh, yeah, that's right. People aren't always what they seem. And you are right there. Your attachment style is boom activated and the activating strategies come in right so what now here's the thing 
It's normal. It's life for people to miss a big beat or two and get distracted. But you've had a script running in your brain since childhood um, about what to expect when you depend on someone and they all of a sudden are not there 100% of the time attentive. You know, and it sounds kind of like I need them, but they will disappoint me. And you're driven by the desire to connect, which often means you over-focus on the other person, always putting them first while, you know, while feeling unhappy about your own needs, you know, not being met. You want to give and receive with maximum connection. Okay, but here's the thing. You're overly focused, which is not a healthy dependency. See, de being dependent on your partner is healthy. There's nothing wrong with mutual dependency, but there's also independence. And we take dependency when we're AP or codependent to a whole new level. And so when we begin to feel anxious in the relationship, you know, um, even a minor incident will hurt us deeply. You know, it's though that, you know, um, that betrayal has happened. And a lot of the times it's not even a betrayal, right? And so, and in those moments, what do you want? Support. To feel loved. And your stomach, what happens? Your stomach starts churning with anxiety because the doubt that the person you love will actually be there for you comes in. The connection that, you know, you crave that all has always, it just always seems out of reach. Oh, even when you're trying hard to get it, why can't I get it? Why can't I get it? Why can't they be there for me? Why not this time? I thought it was going to be this time. Oh! And you start panicking. And then you start crying. And then guess what? You can't concentrate. The anxiety is taking over and you're so preoccupied you can't even work. Well, how do I know this? I've been there. I've been there. I feel you. I understand you. And what do you want somebody to do? They, you, they, you want them to feel you. You want them to understand you. You, they, you want them to hear you. You want to be seen. I see you. I hear you. I feel you. But that doesn't mean I owe you all of me. Do you see how that works? It means I love you. We are relational. But I'm also autonomous. I have autonomy. And that is at the crux of the problem for the anxious preoccupied. The autonomous part. Because they've been craving that, that connection for so long. And so when that anxious style is on full display, what do you do? You threaten the relationship, make all, you know, make ultimatums. You do and say things you regret later on. I hate you. I want a divorce. I'm done. I, you know what? Let's just not, we're not, I'm not going to do this anymore. You never, you never do anything for me. You hurt me all the time. You're never good to me. What is the problem? Uh, and it goes on and on and on. And you end up in that moment feeling okay, but later on, oh, you're in pain. And you know what? You, you're in so much pain that you don't know what to do. And you just hope that the person you love will notice you and finally give you the feelings of security you're craving. But guess what? This is the worst part. Instead, that behavior that I just explained pushes the person away. 
eventually the crisis will pass and you will iron things out most of the time. But here's the thing. The incident has reinforced a familiar hurt and assumption. For you, it's reinforced that people you love can't be depended on. And so you're going to get right back into the anxious, preoccupied, um, activating strategies and protest behaviors. And then, um, and you'll still want the connection, but you also hear it's reinforced to your partner, this person, I will never be able to please them. I can't please them. They're impossible to please. And, and sure, there are definitely, I'm sure, things that, you know, are not your fault. There's not a fault of anybody, whatever it is. But the problem is how the attachment style gets activated and the behaviors that come after that. That's why it's important to look at you, not your partner. Right? So so when we play, the you know, with the codependent, they're the rescuer, right? So what does the rescuer do? Well, they rescue and then they over-demand. I've just rescued you, narcissist. <laughs> Excuse me. I'm ready for my payment now. Uh, yeah, exactly. That's going to cost you this, 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 this. You're not going to pay. Well, then I'm going to persecute you. I'm going to attack you. Now, in the anxious preoccupied, it's kind of the same, but on a much less level um, because the person you're with is not a narcissist. So that means that it doesn't keep going around and around and meaning an attack. You're either with a dismissive avoidant who will end up just leaving you with, or you're with a secure person who also will just end up leaving you if you don't get it together, or you're with an anxious preoccupied who you're spinning off of each other, but you kind of understand each other and they're not a narcissist. So they're not near as manipulative, lying, leech bag scummers. Okay. <laughs> Sorry, but that's the truth. So, um, you know, you got to remember that, you know, when you have these memories of being unhappy in childhood and, and you know, and there was no, no consistency in love, but more that it was inconsistent, you know, you could never rely on love being there when you needed it. Well, it's the same inconsistency that is driving you bonkers right now. Okay, and it just creates a deeper dependence on someone else. You have to learn to be autonomous and relational. Independence, independent, independent in a relationship, right? So, you you know, so what do um, people with AP do? They act out their behaviors. They don't act in. So what does that mean? Acting out means you act out. You act aggressive. You say things. You have triggered responses. You attack. You, you know, um, you let it be known that you're not happy. Where an acting in behavior is actually more like a dismissive avoidant. They might say a couple things and then they just leave. They dismiss and avoid. That's acting in. They're keeping it in, right? So, so when you are acting out and you're not doing it on purpose, you know, um, you are very quick to be critical, abrasive when you're triggered, right? So you're acting impulsively, impulsively, which threatens the relationship. So when when somebody tries to get their needs met through blaming, anger, guilt, and nagging, they rare, rarely, rarely realize in the moment when it's happening how much this you know approach stresses out their partner, and it burns through their relationship. 
It burns. Literally, so let's say you have a great relationship. When you react in this way, you just took 10 steps backwards. And it's going to take 15 steps forward to get you back to where you, the starting point. So if this dynamic is going on and on and on, eventually it's too far gone to, to save. And, the, and if you're in a loving, if somebody, if, you know, you got to heal it and stop it so you can save the relationship and yourself, right? So, you know, learning about yourself is only part of the equation, you know. Um, basically, the other part is knowing and understanding your partner's attachment style. That's a big one. Um, it, because here's the thing, you know, when you're in um, a relationship that, you um, you know, you're, you're, you are in that pattern of attachment, which is anxious. It, it, you know, again, you're letting your partner know verbally or through your actions that you're unhappy. And in some of your, your complaints are obviously going to be justified, but your partner's going to feel overwhelmed, demoralized. Um, they, some, some people have even reported to me that they feel abused by the other person's demands. They feel that there's nothing they can do, that nothing they, they do will ever satisfy the other person. So even normal, normal, secure, attached people find it difficult to stand up in the middle of a conflict with someone who is anxiously attacked by somebody. Because guess what? You don't, you can't calm yourself down. Because you're in the middle of being activated and your central nervous system is going crazy. So, so you know, your partner is going to react to this, di you know, these dynamics in one of two ways. They're either going to be able to, you know, start learning how to respond to you and, um, and protect themselves from the attack. Or they're going to um, basically just try to make you happy. But guess what? Here's the part that's sad. Neither of those responses is sustainable. It's obtainable, but it's not sustainable in the long run. No relationship will last. It will fail. Okay? So you have to have appropriate awareness, the boundaries you have to, or else you're going to burn out. And guess what? The, um, your partner is going to burn out. And it's it's just... <sighs> It's sad and it's hard. And the frequent complaints I hear um, from, you know, clients is that the anxious, preoccupied, they get angry, abrasive, critical. You know, they, they can't be satisfied. There's always something wrong. And then here's the biggest one, and I'm sorry I have to say it. They say that they're high maintenance. I don't want it. They're high maintenance. They're high maintenance. And the worst part is, is that you're just trying to be loved. You're just wanting to get your needs met. You're not bad. There's nothing wrong with you. You've been taught how to get love in an unhealthy way. So, because, it, and you remember, the biggest fear is abandonment um, and doubt that the relationship is going to be able to meet your needs. So, what do you think you can do? Okay, what what can you do? Well, first of all, you know, there's a lot of insecurity within yourself. There's a lot of, um, you know, anger at yourself. You're not self-aware. 
you know, and this is all of the attachment styles, by the way, besides secure, you know, healthy communication is a key. Learn the skills that, you know, can help you soothe yourself. Stop before you're triggered, right? Um, there, there's, a, there's a lot of things that um, can help and heal the anxious preoccupied or if you're with the anxious preoccupied um, that you can learn to teach you how to help your the person you love because you don't want it to end but you can't handle this anymore right so I um I have come up with my course and it's the name is I'm kind of going over what I'm gonna you know name it like attacking the attachment styles uh, obliterating them once and for all, something I'm not sure, but I can tell you what you are going to learn in this course. And I'm going to give an early bird special. It's going to start on December 1st, uh, right around there actually. But what, what you're going to learn, and I mapped it out because this is how I heal people with attachment styles, right? First of all, you're going to create basically your personal relationship rescue handbook. So while we're doing this course, you're going to create the handbook. So you have it. So when you're in a relationship and things are going, you can refer back to your handbook. I'm going to help you create it. It's a group course. And I'm, all, I'm taking 15 to 20 people along because it's the beta course. And I really want to put time and efforts into each person in this course. Um, a lot so you can heal it. And as a beta course, I'm going to use it um, and also tweak things. So there will also be a pretty darn good price on this because it's going to be my long-term attacking attachment styles right so we're going to create your relationship rescue handbook and what you're going to do is i'm going to deep dive into attachment styles help you look at your answers i'm going to each individual and um give attention to your attachment style and we're going to break the code you know how the code on your attachment style and we're also going to break the code on your partners or a past partners so, so basically, I want you to learn how to identify um, attachment styles in every single person you meet. So you know before you meet them, right? If you're dating, this is you. This is a must. Um, and then I want to, you know, unravel these styles, right? So, so then when I'm teaching you effective communication to choose the right partner, you know what you're dealing with. You know, exa exactly, by the way. And then I'm going to also teach you and I'm going to give you an attachment roadmap for breaking up. Because a lot of people go through these breakups and they're, they are devastated. I'm going to walk you through how to break up. How to either break up with an attachment style or if you've been broken up, it's a roadmap for breaking up through, with an attachment style, right? Um, breaking free from the um, anxious, avoidant trap. Because who meets each other all the time? The anxious and the avoidant. Well, let's break that trap. Let's let's stop, right? How to and then a big another thing I'm going to teach you is how to use your thought patterns so you don't sabotage the relationship because it's what we're thinking and how it, that really creates the reactions and everything else. And I'm going to teach you how to use your thoughts to change, you know, the reactions and the triggers. And I'm going to teach you how to say this instead of this in the relationship. So when you want to say this to your partner, no, say this. That's going to be humongous. You know, um, what do you know? What what do you do when you're when you're triggered? I'm going to teach you how to deal with the triggers. I'm going to identify, um, you know, um, every single pattern that you have in your life with all people, so we can heal them. And a plethora of other things you're going to learn. And basically, you will leave knowing that you now can have healthy relationships, and you will bring with you your very own handbook.
the Relationship Rescue Attachment Style Handbook. I'm going to help you make it. And so you will come with your own personal handbook. So anyways, if you want the um, early bird discount message, email me or whatever. I'm going to give 25% off to the per first eight people um, that ask me for that discount code. Um, the the uh, course and all the information is going to be done, the sales page and all of it, um, within the next week. And the course will actually start on uh, December, I'm going to start it on the first Wednesday, uh, Wednesday, December 1st. I'm all about not having to start on a Sunday. We start when we start. Um, and then by, you know, January 2022, guess what? You are going to be ready to have the relationship of your best year of your life as far as a relationship goes. You're going to find the one or you're going to heal the one you're in. And you are going to love yourself more than you've ever loved anything uh, okay if you want the code for the 25% off for the first actually let's make it 35% off for the first eight people that DM me I'm and I'm only looking for people that are gonna show up because this you are going to be involved this isn't me giving you an access to a course and I say okay goodbye go have fun no, there's probably going to be two group calls a week. I'm going to throw in some one-on-one -on -one calls. I mean, I'm really giving everything to this. So the first eight people that ask for the discount code will get 35% off. Heather at HeatherCatherineCarter.com. Heather at HeatherCatherineCarter.com. Thank you for tuning in. Talk to you soon. Bye-bye.